You're listening to Stories from the Front. Everyone here has got a story to tell. I am an American soldier, baptized in fire and blood. I give my heart and soul, trying to do good. What's up, guys? Oliver here, back for stories from the front. Let me take a sip of this beer first before we get started. Ah, that's refreshing. Mm, Dr. Pepper. Welcome back. Uh, it's been a while. We haven't recorded in a couple weeks, but uh, we had some shit going on. And we had a little mishap in one of the episodes. I was about to say, didn't you like delete the entire episode? I mean, it didn't even save, so that was kind of... Yeah, that's a story for another time. Um, thank you guys for listening and checking us out. Thanks for everyone who just started following the page and started listening to it. <coughs> really appreciate it. And thanks to Brittany for getting everybody to come and check it out and sharing it on Facebook and stuff. Um, let's talk about the stickers. I had some stickers I ran first batch. Eh, kind of fucked up. They were small. Um, I found a new vendor. And the second round, they're up. They're on the Facebook page. They're a little, a little bit larger. They're higher resolution, higher quality stickers um, for sale. Right now, I think I got them at like $1.50. Shipping on them is retarded. Like, I have to send them certified mail. So, it costs $3.50 to send these fucking stickers out. And until I find a better way, I apologize. But if you buy five, it's free shipping. So, that kind of covers the cost for everything. So if you do that, um, basically couple, buy five stickers. Yeah. So if you buy a quantity of five, like you yeah. can put them five <clears throat> everywhere. Put them anywhere. Put them on your truck. Put them on your cell phone. Put them on books. your forehead. Yeah. Whatever. I don't really don't care. <laughs> um, I got some new designs that I'm floating around. I've got some ideas. I just haven't had a chance to get them designed and get them made, but I will soon. Make a nice tattoo. As soon as these yeah. hundred stickers that I have right here sell, then I'll get the new designs and get them ordered. Um, but it's so, buy them, please. Don't forget, if you buy stickers, I'll send you a sticky note that just says PP. Yeah, she will. You're welcome. And I'm, I'm going to start doing personalized notes for every order. I just haven't got around to that. I keep The personalized order would literally just say PP. Well, other things too. I might draw you a dick or something. PP. Or, uh, thank you for it. buying. <laughs> and maybe some fun facts in there, some random facts. <clears throat> we'll see. Um, if you haven't already, or if you're new to this, subscribe to the SoundCloud. Um, you can go on iTunes and find us. Stories from the front, it's all the same. I'm on Google Play Music. I sent my shit into Spotify, but I still can't find it. Oh, um, well, there's there's Maddie's answer because I was like, oh, yeah, he's on Spotify. And he's like, I can't find it. And I'm I like, submitted oh. it. I don't know where it's at on Spotify, but I did submit it. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to check into that. But if... You don't have so Spotify. it's on Google Play yeah. and iTunes and you, SoundCloud. Yeah, so if you're an Android, yeah. Uh, I know it's on SoundCloud. That's yeah, it's on SoundCloud. That's where you can find it mostly, SoundCloud. But you can go Google Play Music if you have an Android. I definitely know it's on iTunes because when on I iTunes, had an iPhone, iPhone, I could find it. So go there, subscribe, follow, share them, and just check them out. I mean, there's some really funny shit in there. Um, <laughs> personally, my favorite episode is probably Flashbang 6, but... I'm biased because I was in that one too, so 
Uh, you're in all out. of the episodes. I am in all of the episodes, but they're not. <laughs> it's a, like he's, you're in I'm all part of them. Ep- but you get what I'm <laughs> saying is I'm actually part of that episode because mm. I witnessed what went down or some of what went down. In well, I mean, episode. you're watching the them as they talk in front of you, so of course you were, you know, kind of. Wit- but I was there for the incident. Yeah, for all the actual yes, story. In question. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> if uh, wow. invite your friends to the page. You know, we're doing really well so far. We've got over 470 likes. Uh, thank you, guys. But I'm trying to push towards 500, trying to get some more people to like it, listen to it, and put more traffic to the SoundCloud and everything so we can do this more often. It's just kind of hard to do this when I don't have enough people to record. So Well, we got a lot of people that want to do phone ones, so once we buy that piece, we can get a bunch of people that want to call in and do that, it. Yeah, I'm, I haven't not set up for that yet, but I'm going to get set up for that and uh skype as well so like, well i skype was in. looking up ways to record phone interviews and they said skype charges per minute so okay well maybe we won't do skype it'll be go through google okay because what i'm using right now is free so i'd rather I, go the free route th- free 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 so let's do free that. so today i finally <laughs> After talking about him in a previous episode, got our guest today to come on the show. It's like the heavens have blessed us with his Jesus, presence. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. I didn't know if this was ever going to happen, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Brittany here, of course, my co-host. Woo! Um, I want to welcome to the show. She's the only reason I came. True. She is the only reason she came. Wait. Wait. She, what? what? <laughs> Did I say that? The great white buffalo himself, Chad McKay. <laughs> Actually, the great white buffalo would be Barbara. Yeah, but, you know, we still like to, we could say that you're the Great White Buffalo because Barber has not come on the show yet. <laughs> so until he disputes that claim, we will call you the Great White Buffalo. I'll take it, even though we've been trying since you started. So, Chad. Yeah. Why has it taken so long to get your old ass on this podcast? I mean, I've been inviting you like <laughs> every single week. To come I know, I know. What's your problem? Do you not like me? Do I smell bad? Do you I mean, left me. Do we need to buy more donuts? Just tell him we donuts. need to buy more donuts. He doesn't eat donuts. He eats donuts. Just, he eats donuts. I eat donuts. Who doesn't eat donuts? There's a lot of people who don't eat donuts. Well, they're wrong. That's why they're not That's on true. here. That's, man, yeah, exactly. Been. It's been too long. It has been. I guess because since, you know, I've kind of separated from the military. Yeah, you left me. I mean, oh, I'm supposed God, to just come help you out because you left me. See, here's a real reason why. <laughs> The real reason why he doesn't want to come over here is because the grudge. I got out of the military. He's holding a grudge. That's unprofessional of an NCO. I can't believe this. This is ridiculous. Uh, so I kind of want to focus on it. Just tell us about you, Chad. Tell us what's been going on in your life. How did you get to this point? What's been up with you? Well, let's see. 23 years ago, I decided... Do I want to go to college? No. Because <laughs> I had I struggled so much in high school. So but you made it through high school. I made, I graduated high school, but it was just I had a problem grasping. Ah. Same. So I figured college is going to be just the next level. In the Army Do something else. Guard. So what I did was I called every branch of service. Every one of them? Every one of Why? them. Why? There's not many people in my family that have joined. So did you have a preference whenever you originally were like, okay, I'm going to join the military? Hmm? What was your original Marines. preference? 
Marines. See? And a lot of people choose the Marines. Well, I got I don't, an, don't get that. I got an uncle that was in the Marines. I got one uncle that served in, uh, two uncles that served in Vietnam. I have one that was shot down with the Air Force, and he has never, they never found his body, so. Okay, that shot know. down in, like, Korea, or? Uh, no, World War Two, I think. Wow. Goodness. So. Well, that's pretty interesting. And so, pretty much. So, you're, like, what, third generation? To join third, fourth, fourth generation. See, I've only had one other person in my family join. He was my grandfather. Was a marine. Go figure. But like, I just had never had a desire to join the Marine Corps. I just I don't know what it was. I guess because my friends were joining the army. It was like, oh yeah, I better join the army, whatever. So <laughs> those crayon eating bastards over at the Marine Corps. Oh yeah, my god. Kind of glad oh. I didn't join. The I don't know. It was just when I saw my uncle in his uniform. I was like, whoa. That's nice. Saw him in his marine uniform. He still every every marine birthday he still puts it on. Still fits in it. Dress uniform. Mm-hmm. Okay. He still fits in it. Mm-hmm. How? He just he, stayed always stayed that marine. Yeah, he's a two fit. Once a marine, always a marine yeah. kind. Does he have that high metabolism too? Uh, or does he just like eat really healthy, mm-hmm. like rice he's, cakes and peanut butter? He's a geologist, so he's constantly out there. What he does, is he goes to certain spots and finds water and they put a oh. well in. Like last time I was with him, we uh he could tell you, he could dam up a creek and tell you exactly how many gallons of water runs through. Dang, yeah, it's, okay. it's pretty cool. But I can count to potato. So you contacted all these did you contact all these? I called every recruiter. I said the first one that shows up in my driveway, I will sign the papers, no question asked. Wow. Well at the time I did not know my recruiter was Ralph Gray. Uh, don't know who that is. Well, this was, of course, I mean, I've been at the unit before, long before everybody got there. <laughs> How long ago was this? Though? This was 23 years ago. 23 years. Okay. Uh, you know he said that already, right? I've been, yeah, no, I've been just, at Baker Sometimes 23 I years. <laughs> My entire career has been in Baker. I spent a lot of time in Baker. So, 23 years ago, you're like, okay, somebody's got to give me a chance. Mm-hmm. And somebody did give you a chance. Yeah, the recruiter called uh, at the time. He was our readiness NCO, Jimmy Vasilio. He was actually a. I've heard that name. He was a sergeant major at Beauregard at one okay. time, and uh, he said, "Look, I got a recruit, a possible recruit, but I don't know where he's at." And Jimmy told him, "He said, oh, he's like come to my house, go down here, take a left. There he is." So you were pretty close by to where yeah. he needed to go to yeah. find you. So next thing I know, he pulls up in a Camaro. Oh, fancy. Yeah, it was all rusty looking. Oh, God. <laughs> it wasn't a He's nice one. He got out in civvies, all big beard and everything, told me his name. I said, all right, where's the paperwork? Beard? Yeah. Big beard? He was off. Ah. He been, like had to leave or something. I was about to say, like, what the? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. So, That's not how this works. And that was 23 years ago. So when you joined, what what was your goal coming in? Like I, I know you had family that were in. So what goal did you originally have I wanted, in mind? Well, I knew that I wouldn't make it through college. You knew college was out of the question. Yeah, yeah. I get that. So I wanted to do something. I didn't want. I wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. I so I wanted that. to do something. Uh, I wanted to do something for the fact that out of all my my immediate family, uh, only three had been in the military service. So, just hearing my uncle talk and stuff like that, I just said, I'll do it. You know, I, I, said, I, wish, I wish I would have had that because <clears throat> my grandfather's very quiet, doesn't talk about it. Well, you know. Now, my uncles and stuff are the ones, like, I have one. He, 
was in Vietnam, and he won't talk about it. Yeah. He won't I mean, talk about anything. I mean, I, I can understand that. You know, that's, yeah. that was a tough time. That was one of the worst conflicts we've had mm -hmm. was, you know, Vietnam, Korea Air. And that's where my grandfather came from. It was Korean Warrior, and he doesn't talk about it at all. Like, he was stationed in Okinawa three years, doesn't talk about it, which I don't bring it up. You know, he's just never been the kind of guy to really, I don't know, socialize. That's me. <laughs> I was like, uh <laughs> But, that, I mean, that's cool. I mean, you had... You kind of yeah. wanted to follow in his footsteps because when he joined the Marines, but you joined the Army, of course. Mm -hmm. And that was your like stepping stone was to go that direction. Yeah, I mean, I I had a bunch of the other recruiters call and say, where are you located at? I said, I've given you my address. You want me to find me. Yeah. And there's only one that found you. He found me, and I was like, all right, so I signed the paperwork. So there's only one guy that found you out of all the recruiters for every branch? I don't know. I'd find you. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> when you joined, was it everything you thought it would be? Oh, I loved it. Compared to the way... It, all right. See, I, Whenever I, I felt that way. Though. When I first I went, went to basic and AIT. Yeah. Because, of course, when I joined, I was like you. I was an equipment operator. And we actually on drill, on drill weekends, <laughs> it wasn't nothing for us to take a piece of equipment and go somewhere and just play. I only did it for the money. Tell you well, the that, truth. yeah, that. Because <laughs> at the time, it was one of the only bonuses you could get. It was. And that was what my friends were doing. They're like, oh, equipment operator, sure, whatever, dude. Just fucking, where do I sign? Give me the money. So, yeah. I mean. Take the money and run. Yeah, basically. And that was the only MOS I had that had a bonus. Was that? It was either that uh, MP. Or an electrician. I said, no. Nah, I'm not getting shot. I would never forgive you if you came Smart. in Smart. Hmm? I would never forgive you if you would have came in MP. Well, I'm, now that I think about it, because my, my passion was to become a cop. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I went the totally opposite now with the fire department. So. Well, yeah. Also, you know, being a combat engineer now, like, yeah. you literally can't do anything with that. Like, no. It transfers nowhere. No, I did, I did get a job offer whenever I was going to... Uh, reclass to 12 Bravo from the airport. Never heard anything else. From the airport? The airport? Yeah, the security. For what? Because they have nobody that does the training that we do. Yeah, I mean, but how do you transfer, you know, demolition and, and placing obstacles and I don't know. Counter mobility tactics. I, I don't know how you would transfer that to I don't know how I would job. be able to breach a suitcase. <laughs> I think that would be kind of frowned oh, upon, you know? I don't think that would go over too well with TSA and the yeah. federal government. I, I just don't know. I, um, you get through basic AIT, you come through as an equipment operator like mm -hmm. I did. So how long did you stay an equipment operator? All the way up until the Army did that big change where they wanted one MOS. So that was like 2006, if mm -hmm. I remember correctly. But you deployed before then. Before 02, 2002 and 2003. So, 0203, you guys went to Iraq? Is that Bagram. Right? Bagram. Bagram, <clears throat> Afghanistan. When we went there, Holy hell. Bagram was just the flight line and one Black Ball Street. Okay, if anybody who's been to Bagram recently, holy shit. It is fucking massive. When we left in 12, I never would imagine how big that motherfucker is. But when you got there, of course, in 02, it was just... <laughs> we, I think we wait, just invaded in 01. We were just mm -hmm. established in 02, 03. 
So there really wasn't much of it there when you no. guys got there, right? Whenever we were there, matter of fact, in, in 2012, you remember where the PX was? Mm-hmm. And when you walked out the door of the PX, what you was looking at was our motor pool at the time when we were there. Okay. So everything, if you was on the flight line, everything to your right was there. Everything to your left was open. It was nothing. Still minefield. So what was y'all's intentions over there in Bagram? What was your job to um, do? I worked, me, uh, Irwin, Augusta, and Hay all worked with a group from Hawaii called Prime Power. Prime Power? Cause is our, this like a civilian? No, this is a active duty military group from Hawaii. Okay. And that's their job. Our jo- Their job was basically to take everything from running off of generators to a main power source, like a power plant. So this was in like just a... It sounds like a contractor unit just that comes over and uh, gives power to an army installation. That's kind of weird. That's, I mean, uh, I don't know. They had a, I worked for a CW3. Chief Warrant Officer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's a... Uh, no, I keep forgetting. I mean, there are some other people that listen that are not quite familiar with some of the lingo, so it's not yeah. kind of explain it to them because they're dummies, but... And hey. We, our, the battalion, the, the entire, when we left for that deployment, uh, we took everything from home station. We so took the, you took all your equipment? We, we took the keys to the unit and turned them into the city of Baker. There was nothing. So there was nothing left there. There was nothing there. See, and they don't, it's crazy because, you know, deployments nowadays, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like what's in Afghanistan and Iraq is what you use. Like, mm-hmm. we don't bring none of our own shit or like whenever you go to mobilization they use their own shit and it's all repurposed and refitted Mm -mm. we brought we loaded everything up on the planes brought it over there that just goes to show you how much times have changed from like coming in the middle like when we first invaded up until this point it's just it's a different group different generation Mm -hmm. (laughs) you've seen it now with the amount of soldiers that are coming in now that it's just a complete different generation from when you and I joined Mm because I think I was 04 when I came in, so I was what? How far behind you? And that was just a shit show. We were still in BDUs, the woodlands. Yeah. So, I mean, but you guys had the desert camouflage. And mm-hmm. It was like the first couple of years of desert camouflage, and I missed it completely. Like, you didn't deploy in 04. I came Which from Which one of those? I'm in one of those pictures. No. the. I don't think they had the deserts up there, do they? So I have a picture of all the uniforms over the years, but I don't think I have the deserts up there. Oh, I can't read because I'm blind. So. Yeah, you are. It basically looks like this, but that color. It looks like woodland. Oh, okay. green. It looks like gotcha, the, gotcha. the green and browns, but it was like uh, tan, brown. brown, and something else. But it's all. It wasn't digital. It was gotcha. Okay. Basic of the basic. Uniform. But it was a cool uniform. You're basic. Yeah, you know, fit nice. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. It was. What'd you say? I mean, it had you had your winters and your summers, just like just like used. you did with those, right? Yeah, yeah. So that whole deployment, what was what did y'all do the entire deployment in Bagram? Well, because of the bata- the way the battalion was set up, we had at I know with Baker we had we had equipment operators, we had electricians, we had plumbers, we had carpenters. So we basically had everything the base needed to explain expand. And that's what was. That's, that's the, basically that's what y'all deployed for yeah. to to make the base larger and turn over power to get everything mm-hmm. up and running, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just how would you describe that experience of just 
being one of the first units to come into like one of which is now a permanent duty station mm-hmm. in Afghanistan is Bagram Air Base. Like, how would you describe that to someone that <laughs> coming in? There's nothing. It's a flight yeah. line, flight line, a few huts, few huts, and a dining facility, right? Yeah, like you had, you had a prison, you had where Prime Power was. So the prison or the no, it was it was a big building. They made the prison. That's uh, where they kept okay. all the re- refugees they captured. You know, it's it funny. It's still we, there when we when we come interesting. through. Interesting. Okay, so I I I know where we in 2008 we expanded a bigger detention facility for mm-hmm. like bringing in troublemakers outside mm-hmm. the wire so i was like you're a i don't know i wonder if it's I, I probably not the same area because i think it was further down like checkpoint they might have nine moved it, but checkpoint eight checkpoint nine down that way like way down that motherfucker somewhere well i know when we was there like if you walked out the gate straight across was the 82nd to our right next to us was the australians on the other side was that was the polish those uh, Polish bastards. They raided my room when I left in 2012. Why did they raid your room? Because they're assholes. Yeah. Well, n- no, for real. Like, why did they? I, you know, I, it's all free game. Like, I guess, it, I don't know. They just. Did we, you leave stuff there? I did. I had. Everybody. Knows. I left my fucking blanket. I wish I would have brought it home with me. It was an <laughs> Afghani blanket I bought. It was like 80 bucks. But it was the most comfortable fucking blanket so ever. So you spent $80 on a blanket and you left it? I completely. I didn't have room for it. Well, you got to think, though. You but you better wear it as a poncho. Well, how the fuck am I going to do that? <laughs> do you realize how hot it gets in Afghanistan? You better figure it out. It was $80. I get that. But, I mean, honestly, there's not a lot of. You can't bring a whole lot of shit back. Like, literally. Like, I think the more you have to carry, the fucking more it sucks. Like, mm-hmm. I tried to limit the amount of shit that I brought home with me. Like, Tell me I spent $80 on something was like, mm, I left it, didn't have any room. I don't know where the fuck to do with it. <laughs> I had one tough box. I had my rucksack, and I think I had, like, one or two duffel bags. And I say what we did was everything that we wanted to bring back yeah. that we knew was contraband. We left in the tents, had everything open. The MPs come through with the dogs. They checked it out. And then we had, uh, matter of fact, the big green connexes that were in the back of the unit. Mm-hmm. Once the dogs cleared, everybody runs back to the tent, get what they had, start putting in there, locked it up. Oh, no. See, you couldn't do that in these times because now the customs comes through and tags everything mm-hmm. puts locks on it. So, What know, can't you bring back? There's all kinds of shit you can't bring back. I mean, but My- I could have brought back the blanket if I would have had fucking room. Yeah! Okay, you got well, I could have brought back a Russian rock around. Which is yeah. equivalent to a 9mm. But come in. Still concerned about the blanket. Well, look, I'm getting on the back. We're getting on the back of a helicopter <laughs> to fly out of Lightning to go to, I think we flew to Bagram. Or Sharana, maybe. I don't remember where we flew to. Oh, we flew to Bagram. We flew to Bagram from Gardez. I mm-hmm. take that back because we went to Gardez first. So we had to carry all our shit in our vehicles over to Gardez and then fly out to Bagram. Then Bagram to, did we go to Kyrgyzstan? I think it was Kyrgyzstan. I think we went back to Banas. AT. Dollars. You had to go three different fucking flights, man. There was no room for this shit. Trust me. Like, if I had somewhere to stash this bitch, I would have. But I'm not going to carry it around her in my arm the whole fucking time. Fuck that. Like, no. And I, now I regret it. Yo, thank Because as soon as I left, like, they went through and just fucking raided our. And took room. your $80 blanket. They, they took my blanket and. 
and probably some other some shit. Some guy's at home cuddled up with it right now. Some Polish fucking bastards got it. Yeah, because he was smart to take the damn blanket home. You know what's funny is... I bet he didn't pay any dollars for it, though. I had uh-uh. a... <laughs> no, but he sure as hell carried it out of there, didn't he? It's funny because I had a Haji phone, and I texted Doc Smith whenever I got to uh, Bagram, because I think he was still there for something. And I was like, hey, man, my blanket's there. Can you grab it for me? He's like, oh, dude, it's gone. They already raided the room. Polish came through and fucking... He was still there. And he's in the room. And they just come in and start raiding shit and taking everything. They're like, what the fuck? Well, it's just like us. You left. Your $80 blanket. But we still had somebody there. Because I didn't fly out of Lightning. I flew out of... Uh, right. Across the street. So Good. did we. Yeah. And when we stayed in that uh, back in the aviation back, yeah. barracks back there, right? Nice barracks. Yeah. Very nice barracks. We didn't have shit like that where we were at, no. man. Fuck I wish that. I had an $80 blanket. So I'm never going to live that down. Nope. Should have never mentioned it. Nope. I wish I still had it. Yup. It was a nice fucking blanket. Can we get a new blanket? It was warm. It was comfortable. So it's like you? Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly like me. (laughs) Rest in peace, blanket. Wherever you are, I miss you. Someone else was smart enough to take the blanket with them. Yeah, a Polish soldier. Yeah. Bastards. But I'm sure it gets cold in Poland more than it gets cold here. So, I mean. I I like nice blankets. I do too. Sir. It was worth it. Whatever. So, 20 years in the military. Nah, Over 20 years now. July, July, July 30, 23. So, July 30, 23. You got your 20-year letter. Mm-hmm. So, why am I still in? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, like, so you get like bounce what, whenever? What, you had, like, <laughs> see, personally, I did 14, of course, got out. You know the story. But, if, uh, if, I never wanted to do 20, so. I had no, I had no intentions of doing 20. But Matter of fact, my full goal was to, when I first signed up, it was six active, two inactive, eight years total. Which is what a normal contract yeah. is, yeah. That, that so, went over I was swimmingly. Like, I was like, okay, I'll do that. Well, I had five and a half years already in. I had six months left on my contract. Oh, boy. And we get the call to be deployed. Okay. So I'm like, hmm. Will they deploy you if you have only six months I extended. left? You, have to you extend extended. You have to extend to yeah. deploy. God, that's what go I was ahead. asking. You gotta have a minimum of Patriot. a year. From so the my time theory you. was, I'll go ahead and extend the remainder of my contract. Right. And you won't have any inactive time. Then I'll be. You kill it all. Yeah, I'll so be done. Eight years done. Rat. Well, when we get back, oh they's like, "Well, you still." They they got me. They's like, ah. "You still got some inactive time." Well, then one of my partners that got out and went ing. He got a letter from some group in in North Carolina. How did you say partners? My partners. Partners. <laughs> what? What's so wrong with that? Sorry, finish your story. What's up with partners? Yeah, it's just shit. Partners. Yeah, partners. No. Partners. Okay, never mind. It's like the barbecue place. Partners. That is, I swear to God, that is not how you say that. Whatever. The way that it is spelled is not how you say that. Anyway. My partners. Here we go. <laughs> It was just so weird. Got a letter stating that he had to report to their unit to be activated and deployed. I was like, mm not going to happen. So I extended some more. So, okay, were you you were still in Baker. You, yeah. You stayed and always been in Baker. I've been in Baker the entire time. So 96 is where... Well, at the time, it was Alpha Company 769. Right, 769, because I was yeah. in Charlie Company 769th mm-hmm. in 04, and it transferred over to, I think, the 922nd in like 06, 07, mm-hmm. some shit like that. And then I came... To 926 in 2010, when I met your fuck face. <laughs> you were so blessed. So, and you just kept re-enlisting up until this point now, yeah. you know, you said, like, is there really specific reasons just to stick around this long? I mean, 
Uh, I feel like no. once you get to 20, man, that's a wrap. You know, you can go home and chill and get that retirement whenever you I get I mean, I look at it like this. Like now, I show up for drill. I go in the orderly room, <laughs> sit at my desk, and that's it. Okay. Now... Do you nap? You have to describe no. this oh. situation, though, because you didn't have this job that your position where you're at just by chance. Like, this no. didn't... No. The reason I got the reconnaissance in CEO position was because after somebody decided, you know what, screw it, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was me. Probably. Um, and then Granger left. I was I'm like, sorry. you know what? I said, I guess I'm going to be the one stuck with the platoon. What? Well, then... Bratton shows up and he's like barking his little orders and we're looking at each other like who the fuck is this? You don't come in our house and tell us what we're going to do. Yeah, I get that. Well, but then, I mean, you still had some of the original guys still there. You yeah, I mean, we Greenlee had Greenlee and Benton and a few other guys. Them, so, well, then, but, but, uh, I mean, I could understand like I just I needed <coughs> I needed a break. I was burnt out. Oh, I mean, I know that I know. whole last year it was just like, oh my god, I can't do this. I was so there were some weekends I was wondering if he was actually going to get out of the bed and go. It's, like I'm pretty positive he debated it. It's hard just to get up and go. To, like if it gets to the point where you hate coming to drill, I think that's when it's time to call it a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't fun for me anymore. So I woke up one day. Was it fun in the first place? It, there was. It's a love-hate relationship. I mean, it's not always it bad. wasn't, per se, fun. Yeah. But you get up, and you know, you know you're know, going to hang out with your boys. You're not the only one suffering, I yeah. think, is what gets you through the day and the weekends and the ATs and the deployments. Is Okay. You're not the only gotcha. one going through shit. And the fact I'd bring a monster and a chicken biscuit every morning. <sighs> yeah. Those were the good old days. Wait, a chicken biscuit from where? McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. There was a McDonald's across the street from the unit. I know, I've eaten there. Yeah. So, he would always bring me monsters and chicken biscuits. You can't beat that. You don't get that kind of love around here. The hell do I do then? You don't bring me chicken biscuits? Have you ever asked me for a chicken biscuit? No. I used to wake up and make you eggs. That's true. She did make me eggs and stuff. Mm hmm. So, now, what you know now is there, do you feel like you. Should have done more. Or you have any regrets? Or? Always, always, always. I mean, if I wish I could go back to the beginning, there's a lot of choices I made. From when I you would, first enlisted, yeah, okay, that I would do differently. So, I how mean, so? Well, one, I'd have fought for my six. Yeah, I could to see keep that. it. What does that mean? I, I was originally a staff sergeant. So he was the same rank I was when I got out. Yeah. So, okay. but he voluntarily gave it up. I voluntarily gave it up. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And it was it was a fucked up kind of circumstance behind that. You know, the army was pushing people to go to these schools and do these retarded online courses that I spent months doing. And for like no have, reason, or yeah. well, no, it's just it's kind of it's required. Well, they made it required that you had to complete. Um, was it SSD? SSD2. Yeah. SSD2, which is Structure Self-Development. It's a complete waste of fucking time. Okay. Literally. Which now they don't have it no more. Really? <laughs> yeah, got wow. rid of it. So, well, there's, there's that and answer. And they're starting something else up that's kind of like it, but uh, it hasn't been approved yet. See, so. they make all the good changes when I get out. So we'll get back in. Oh, my God. Maybe you'll go. get another blanket. 
Maybe. Uh, I would have to go back to Afghanistan yeah, no. to get another blanket. No. I don't know if that's going to happen. You can buy me an $80 American blanket. There we go. Nah, I don't know about all that. Yeah, your dog does eat blankets. It's true. <laughs> so 23 years now, and July, that's mm-hmm. a wrap. You're done. You decided. I'm pushing more toward getting out, going ahead and hanging out my, my boots. <clears throat> but I don't know. It's just something about one one. I mean, I've been doing this in my entire, half of my life. Yeah, right. So it's like. What Second I, nature. Yeah, what am I going to do? When I'm out. Yeah, you're going to get out and be like, oh. Which is kind of why I picked this up. (laughs) Yeah, it gives me something to do. And it also helps me to reconnect with guys that I don't see anymore. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's the hardest part for me and people that, like Granger and everybody who's gotten out, which I never hear from him anyway, but... Is you want uh, We never heard from him when he was was in... True, he was never there anyway. (laughs) He was always gone, disappearing. But you want to have that same connection with the guys that are still in, but you can't. It's hard. I know? mean, we see Greenlee pretty often. Well, that's, well, sometimes. Yeah. When he decides he wants to hang out with us. Yeah, I mean, but there's other people that you you have, have built a relationship on, you know, through deployment and through AT, but you don't see a lot of those guys. And but. on that note, like, when I first deployed, I deployed with Darjon. Right. Carter. Gone. Jay Lee. Gone. He's still there. <laughs> he's, well, he's... Um, He's Spears, Spears uh, gone. Yeah, so all these people that have been in this whole time are pretty much Joe's own south. He's first sergeant now. Right. Um, Carter's still at the unit, but everybody is starting to. I think he's on his way out too. I think he's on his way out also. South of Mike. But I'm starting to. Another thing that's kept me there is the fact that the new ones have come in. Right. Like like new guys, like Haynes, all them. It's like there's something. Something keeping me there, I hadn't figured out what. It's not the fact that I just don't want to leave. I think that's kind of what kept me around so long is, you know, there's, I felt like I had a sense of purpose to Mm -hmm. make sure that these guys were in a, had some kind of direction, you know, and they were just twiddling their fucking thumbs the entire time. They learned something, but, you know, there's still a lot of that standing around holding up walls, but you can't prevent that, but. At some point, you've got to decide what's best for you, you know. And yeah. For me, that was... Well, you know. <clears throat> for the first time since I've been there, uh, like this last drill, the guys loved it. Because we, we went back to Beauregard, we took the tracks out, stayed overnight. Right. And, I mean, like, when we got there, the commander pretty much turned them over to the platoons. Well, I mean, it's different when you're doing, like, your job. You're doing yeah. actual combat engineer shit is what the unit does. But when you're just doing, like... Our second, their secondary mission, Sir mm. P, putting up tents, yeah. decontamination. Nobody wants to do that shit, which is why it's been passed off from unit to unit over the past five years. Is nobody wants to do this shit? You know, we have first responders for that reason. So I don't. I just. I agree. I couldn't do it. You want this? Yeah, pop that beer. I need that. That's what I was trying to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. I never say no to a cold beverage. You do all the time. Right. Okay. So life after the military, I mean, do you have any plans? What's your plan? <clears throat> I'm basically taking it right now, just one day at a time. It Wasn't was a that a TV show? Out. It was. Uh-huh. One day at a time. One day at a time. Got it. <laughs> See, I, I don't, I just don't feel like you're going to get out. I feel like you're going to be a lifer and you're just going to stick out to the kick you out. I feel mm. like that's where you're at at this point. I mean, you have the letter. You know you can leave. I know I can leave anytime I want. But do you really want to leave? 
Not right now with See? where I'm at, See? the position I'm See? at. Yeah. I mean, you've got a cush job now. You're yeah. in a pretty relaxed environment. You don't I have, have to worry about... I have mm. a desk. He does. He has a fucking desk. With the way he said it, he's like, I have a desk. I was in that unit for, what, eight years, and I never got a desk? Well, I'd say that, but I had a kind of a desk. Well, I gave him an platoon room. I said, I was going to leave when Bratton showed up. Yeah. I said, I'm done. Yeah. That makes and sense. The commander said, because Shear was in that spot, and he went to recruit and the commander's like, well, I have a reconnaissance NCO spot to come up. I didn't even know that was available. I never even heard of it. Like, <laughs> it's on the books. When did this come about? I even got my own truck. See? He yeah. got a desk and a, a truck. A desk yeah. and a fucking truck. Yeah. This yeah. is why I'm not in the military anymore. You remember the truck that JT used to always ride around in? That no. up armored Humvee? I think so, yeah. It's a pickup. Someone almost got the air conditioning and heat. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's my truck. Wow. A truck with air conditioning and, and a, heat and, and a desk. And I got a driver. <laughs> wow. Wow. So why would you leave now? I mean, look right. at this. Yeah, you're definitely a lifer. You're not going anywhere. People say that about me. Like, oh, you'll be back. Oh, you're a lifer. No. Wrong. And they asked me. I'll go on vacation without you. I'm not going back. Okay. It's been a year. I don't think I'm coming back. So, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. But, yeah. I, I just feel like, at this point, you have no reason to leave. I, mean, I don't. You know, so. I haven't found one. But I if you thought one, about it, like, okay, yeah. July, I kind of got to weigh my options here. Like, what what do I do after this, you know? Like, hmm. I'll go be a greeter at Walmart. <laughs> Please don't do that. Get your shit and get out. Please don't do that. You'd scare the kids away. Hey. Please do it. And when a kid walks by, you go, <laughs> as they walk out. You eyeballing me, boy? Don't do that. I can't imagine you as a greeter. And just start chasing people out going, ma'am! Get out! With your highlighter. <laughs> I didn't swipe your receipt. No, I don't know. Did you pay for those paper towels? I can't imagine you like that now. I can't imagine that. That's just too weird. It's just, <laughs> I'm going to block that out of my memory. I'm not, because that's hilarious. No. Because <laughs> that <laughs> just doesn't seem right. I'll send you a picture. Oh, my we're going to go into Walmart by our house, and he's going to be sitting there like this. She's smiling very awkwardly at me, in case anyone doesn't know what's going on over here. Obviously, but, they can't see us. So. Yeah, they can't see us, so, yeah. What are you doing? Doesn't, I was making... Oh, God, get on the <coughs> podcast. Oh, my God. See, yeah, I think that about <laughs> sums it up for today. Um, chat, thank you. Mm-hmm. Are you done telling your story since he didn't ask you? I know he wants to hear about the ping pong story. Okay, now that's for another time. No, we can't tell that story today. No, no, no you got to no, have no. my other the counterpart. Here. Oh yeah, true. Kyle has to be here to tell that story, even though been, he will deny every damn thing. About he will, but I've been telling him for months. Like, dude, I need you to come out and tell that story with Chad. Uh, also got the story about the where I broke the axle on the buffalo. Oh my god, yeah. That's another time. Oh, my God. See, there's plenty of other things we can talk about coming up. So yeah. we'll just leave so it just at that. Write it down. We just need to get, we need to get that I other shut, piece, too. How yeah. I shut down Bagram Air Force Base. Oh, Lord, baby Jesus. Single-handedly. Help yeah. us all. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's yeah. great. That's awesome. That's a wrap, boys. And that's a wrap, guys. Uh, <clears throat> so, Chad, thanks, of course. Buy no some stickers. Um, I have another episode... Like, I have it ready to record. I just...
don't know who I'm going to record it with. So, yeah. Okay. But if you want to be on the show, I suggest you email me or message me. I know there's a lot of interest for some other people to call in and do it. I'm not set up for that, like we said, but we will be. So just hang tight. It's going to be touch and go for the next few weeks, though, with yeah. you. Um, so I'm probably going to be out of commission for the next couple of weeks. And We apologize for any inconvenience yeah. of our hilariousness. So this, this will probably be the last episode in, for a couple of weeks until I can move around. I'm not going to be mobile for a while. So Until you're back in, like, commission kind yeah. of thing. Um, He's going forward, yeah, I mean, look, going forward, I don't have anything else really to record until I can get people to commit to coming, so until then, um, just follow the Facebook page, follow the Instagram. And buy some stickers. Buy some stickers, damn it. Stickers! Remember, five of them, free shipping, woot woot. Uh, If you have any questions, you have comments or concerns, (coughs) you can leave your concerns to yourselves, but... Comments, questions, you know, leave them on the Facebook page. Um, you can comment on the SoundCloud. You can comment on the iTunes, on the episode itself. So do that and let me know what you think. So thank you, Brittany. You're welcome. Thank you, Chad. Glad to be here. It's been fun. So, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Stories from the Front. Follow us on all major social media platforms for updates on guests and episodes. I am an American soldier, baptized in fire and blood. I give my heart and soul, trying to do good.